What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by Josh Primo. What's up, bitches? This week, we are here to review controversial movie, uh, Sound of Freedom. Um, this is going to be... This is going to be a unique recording because we we haven't really reviewed a movie like this before. We've we've tackled some some I guess difficult issues in the past. We we've, we've talked about Nazis and the Jews from uh the the boy in the striped pajamas. We did Alice Darling, which was uh about physical abuse, domestic abuse, um, and then now we have Sound of Freedom, which kind of deals with. Uh, child sex trafficking. This was uh, one of the more controversial movies of of recent years, especially last year. Um, so, if you're not, we're, we're not going to touch too much on the uh, on the controversy uh, surrounding this movie. We're going to briefly talk about it right before we do our review, and then that's going to be fucking it. Uh, so, if it's not for you, go ahead and back out now. There's your warning. Uh, but before we jump into the actual review, there are links down below. Send you links to the uh, YouTube, Patreon, merch, Facebook, TikTok, all that. Um, you can go there, like, subscribe, follow, do all that good stuff, and it would greatly uh, benefit us if you did that. Uh, it would get our name out there and help us improve and expand the podcast. So regardless, thank you for clicking on this video and watching slash listening to us talk uh, about movies every single day, or every single week, I should say. Uh, Sound of Freedom, the incredible true story of a former government agent turned vigilante who embarks turned vigilante. I don't know if I'd That's call him a stretch. vigilante. <laughs> That's a bit of a stretch. Okay. Uh, who embarks on a dangerous mission to rescue hundreds of children from traffickers. The director is Alejandro Monteverde, who directed Bella and Little Boy. Um, it had a budget of $14.6 million, and it grossed $250.6 million. Not bad. It stars Jim Cavizel? 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 I don't fucking know. Okay, The dude that was Jesus in Passion of the Christ. Okay, uh, Mira Sorvino and Bill Camp. It has a runtime of two hours and eleven minutes, and it was released July fourth, twenty twenty-three. Um, I have one fun fact, and then we'll we'll talk about the controversy real quick before we jump into the actual review. Uh, Sound of Freedom was actually finished and done recording in twenty eighteen, but it took years to release. The filmmakers the filmmakers were turned down by various distributing. Distributing, I can't fucking talk, dude. I think I had a stroke. <laughs> distributing companies as they didn't want the film associated with their output, uh, such as Netflix. So, controversies. I I don't want to get too much into it because this podcast is a is neutral ground for the most part, okay? But I think it is worth noting here, and I think we would be doing a disservice to the movie and the review of the movie if we didn't actually mention it. Um, I don't understand any of the controversies behind this movie. Josh, are you aware of all the controversies? Yeah, it was shelved for all those years, but yet Netflix was okay with that uh, documentary on those girls dancing real provocatively at that young age. 
and they put that out there and said, no, it's a freedom of speech, and we're not going to violate that, and so we're leaving it up. But when it's, we'll say, more of a conservative film, we step back and say, wait a minute, we don't want our brand tied to a movie. That That's what it's all about. Uh, essentially, yeah, and there's there's a few other things um, that a lot of people are butthurt about the fucking movie. Um, I'm going to be completely honest. I was, I was hesitant to even review this movie for that specific reason. Um, but Josh just couldn't fucking let this movie go. He, he kept fucking shoving this shit down my, down my damn neck every damn way. Hey, we want sound of freedom, sound of freedom, sound of freedom. I'm like, God damn, man. Are you you like one of my fucking kids? (laughs) Can't take no for an answer. (laughs) Let's watch RoboCop instead. Uh, by the way, you gave that five stars. So fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what we're talking about, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's neither here nor there. So a lot of the controversy centers around politics, the depiction of sex trafficking, and then certain affiliations of of the actors. Uh, first off, who really cares what political party the actors are or are not a part of um, and what they actually believe? And the reason I say that is because I'm willing to bet 80, 90% at least of Hollywood is democratic or liberal. Um, so it's okay for 90, 95% of the films nowadays to have those liberal politics in it. But the second that a movie has more conservative views, it's all of a sudden a fucking controversy. Um, as long as you don't fucking throw it in my face, I don't really give a shit. Uh, I hate polit- politics and, and like my music specifically. Like, I don't listen to a whole lot of punk for that particular reason. But if I go into it knowing it's like a political commentary on on the world or something like that, then by all means, I'm obviously interested in it and I want to to hear that side of it and whatnot. But I I don't understand the whole conservative versus liberal aspect of this. I didn't get any of that in this movie, did you? No, but you want to know my conspiracy theory on this? Yes. I think those cats that went to Epstein Island are the ones that cause his stir, and they're like, "Hey, don't you just go point your damn finger at me?" I was trying to be, I was trying to be somewhat neutral on this fucking subject. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you just fucking brought Epstein in the motherfucker. <laughs> you didn't catch that tone from this movie? No. They had the kids on an island. I like now that you pointed out, sure, but I didn't think about that. That's all I thought about. I was like, God, this is just, this is like almost Epstein, but the guy's not a rich guy, you know what I'm saying? It's all kinds of different characters. And he didn't get killed in prison. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know shit about the Clintons. (laughs) Mom's going to call me tomorrow. Your brother was assassinated. (laughs) He hung himself. Huh? <laughs> Josh is too much of a pussy to do that. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, making light of all that shit. Um, if you need help, by all means, go go seek it out. <laughs> wow, this got uncomfortable. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it did. Um, so, anyways. With all that being said, I don't think there are any conservative political views in this movie, personally speaking. Um, I was kind of dumbfounded by it and by the fact that it was actually an issue. 
Um, the whole depiction of sex trafficking was sensationalized or whatever the fuck. Um, it, that it get, you know, this is part of the controversy that it kind of gives the wrong impression of how sex trafficking actually occurs and that the movie th- makes you think that kids are just snatched off the street. I believe uh, they are. That <laughs> literally never happens in the movie. Like they are never snatched off the street in the movie ever. And I believe like kids are snatched off the street all the fucking time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> have y'all not been in Walmart and said, have you seen me on their poster board? I mean, that's a bitch I've never been empty. I'm just saying. So, yeah, the whole movie is based around these kids were left with, like, some miling agency, and then they're just gone. So I think all of these controversies are just unfounded. And if you believe any of the propaganda, then that's your prerogative. But you're just being difficult and, I don't know, triggered for no reason, I think. So that's all I'm going to say about the controversies. Um, I I don't think it really has that much impact on the movie whatsoever. I, I don't think you can go into it. Like, if you're a liberal or whatever the fuck you want to identify as, you go into this movie, I don't think you're going to be pissed off by anything that just that's just done within this movie. But anyways, with that being said, let's talk about the fucking movie itself, sir. How do you feel about The Sound of Freedom? I have never... Like the movie and been so uncomfortable in it at the same moment. Uncomfortable is the best word to use for this movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's such a freaking serious uh, topic. I don't. I don't know how to feel about it. Uh, while I think it's a, a great film, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. Was... It's 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 a weird movie because, like you said, I I don't think I've ever been more uncomfortable while watching a movie. And when I watch movies, I, I I go to movies for two different reasons. One for entertainment factor. Okay, there there are some movies that just they're shitty ass movies, but they're fucking entertaining. Okay, all the way through. Okay, but I also go to movies to quote unquote like make me feel something at least. I, I mean, I love fucking movies. For that specific reason. This one makes me feel an emotion that I don't think I've ever had watching a movie. And that is just uncomfortable. I I can't sit here and say that I had fun with this movie because I didn't. I can't sit here and say that I was entertained because I wasn't. And it's weird to say that I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I, I do enjoy the movie. I do enjoy the movie, but to say that I'm ever going to watch it again or anything like that, I'm not. This was a one-time watch for me, and it's it's just something that I just didn't personally enjoy watching it. If that if that makes any sense, like I can like it but not enjoy watching it. Is that is that something feasible? I would have to say, but this is probably the hardest movie to review, just because of the sensitive nature in it. I will give props to the actors. I thought it was done very well. I don't feel like anything was sensationalized. I don't think they made it look like this was a glamorous thing. Uh, I do feel like they depicted, you know, the, uh, oh, what do you call that when you uh, take a kid and comb them to be what you want them to be? Uh, they had a certain... T- like mental abuse? Uh, yeah, brainwash. like you... Brainwash. Yeah. I, I see that, and then I really liked how 
they take the two main characters, two little kids, and develop the feelings they had, like the you know how scared they were and how jacked up emotionally they are now, but yet they were still looking out for each other, mm-hmm. even in the time. And, I, and it was done very well. I, I do find one fault in this movie is it is based off a true story. I don't think we got enough background on the main cop and his wife to know what led him into this vigilante, as they call it. No, I absolutely agree. I think he... They don't really dive into the characters all that much, and um, I, I don't know. Maybe they thought that this wasn't really a movie that needed to expand on that. Maybe it was just... Hey, we're not here to talk about characters. We're here to talk about the overall aspect of the movie, which is the sex trafficking. Um, So I I don't really fault the movie for expanding on him. Would I have liked it? Yes, because I think one thing that's wrong with the movie is they just shoehorn the wife in there, and she... What what the fuck? Like, I don't even remember her name. It's one of the worst characters that we've that we've seen in a movie, I think. Um, she has, like, what, three, four scenes, maybe, and it's legitimately, like, five seconds. And every time she's talking, she is basically her just saying, no, you go do what you need to do. And that's, like, like, like all of her lines. So I will agree with you. I, I think that they're, that they're poorly written, especially her. And I feel like you might need her to be more important to the story, considering... This dude went on an escapade in fucking Honduras for however long he went there for. Like, there wasn't, like, some, like, conversation there. Like, it was just, no, go do it. But you know what throwed me off? Because at the end of this movie, they have credits, and it shows that child sex trafficking is more prevalent in the U.S. than anywhere else. So, I mean, I know it's based off a true story, but wouldn't you think he would take his calls to America? First, that was another part of the uh, controversy. Um, it was that America is the the leading uh, country for sex trafficking, but they went to Honduras. Um, so there was some racism stuff there, and and what? Tell you, I, I want you to the most uncomfortable uh, character is Bill Camp, the the vampo, the uh, guy the that he meets. Yes. That's, Smoked like nine thousand cigars. I'm glad you brought him up because I, I definitely want to talk about him. You're you're talking about the one scene, the 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 scene. Yes. Where he where he's talking about why he started, you know, buying the the slaves so he could release them and whatnot. Hundred percent. Very yes. powerful. I Awkward. have never felt more uncomfortable in a scene ever. Maybe close to the last one where uh, the the main villain is starting to take his pants off in front of the girl and shit like that. Like that was ah, like, that was pretty fucking uncomfortable. But I don't know, man. Like this doesn't show anything. It's legitimately just him talking about something and how he came into the I guess profession. I guess you could call it. And he talks about. He thought he was having sex with a 25-year-old, and it ended up being a 14-year-old, and it was a sex slave. And that, to me, I, I was so fucking uncomfortable with that. I'm like, 
damn, like this is like you said, man. This is this is a weird weird movie to review because like that is a really really great scene, and I think he has some fantastic acting in that particular scene. But it's like the subject matter of it was just like, oh my god, I don't want to fucking like this whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Uh... And what and the the weird thing about his character is it's it's gut wrenching because you know I I think he was able to portray to us that he was 100% against it. And if he, if he had known that she was not 25, he never would have done it. I think. Um, so it's, it's gut wrenching in that aspect, but at the same time, he still did it. So it's like, how can we like him as a character? But with that being said, he is the best character in the entire movie. But you know, at a certain time, I feel like he doesn't like himself because of that. He should. You know, he talked. To, he, he, well, no, he talked about suicide in there, though. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I think he felt like the rest of us felt when we heard that, and I was like, "Bruh, pedo." Yeah, like I don't know. He, the character is obviously flawed because of that, and I think that's what makes him a great character in the movie. But in terms of, it's just it's weird feelings, man. It's fucking weird feelings because I don't want to like him as a character because. Um, I think that's that shit's fucking wrong, obviously. But as a character in a movie, it's he just did such a great job of acting throughout every single scene that I think he was a scene stealer more so than any of the other actors. And it's just I don't know, one of the weirdest movies that we've ever reviewed. This is right up there with uh, Boy in the Striped Pajamas, where it's like ah, we can't really. I don't really know how to say any of this, man. It's like they're trying to make us yeah. feel how, they, how they're trying to make us feel for the Nazis and shit like that. And I, I don't fucking like that. So whenever they're in the village and he's trying to sneak that little girl out, what movie did you think of? Dude, I was uh, waiting for Rambo to jump out that mother, that fucking mud and just like slice somebody's throat. I was thinking about Collateral, to be honest with you. No, I was right. Uh, not, You're wrong. not Collateral. Collateral Damage. That's what it's called. Collateral Damage. The one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. No, I didn't catch that at all. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't even Anyways, see the similarities, but what I'm <laughs> I thought about Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, one other scene that really, and I, I've already mentioned it, a scene that really takes your breath away was when Tim walks into her bedroom and she screams, and then the old cartel out, outside comes in, and he's about to rape her, and I'm just over here yelling, kill that motherfucker. Like, just straight up kill that motherfucker. Um, I thought they did a nice job of kind of filming that, in a way that didn't cross the line. And I thought the whole closing the eyes, opening the eyes thing with the with the camera and whatnot was a nice was a nice intriguing touch to, to the film. Um, but what, what do you think about that scene? I mean, I wish we could have seen the guy's guts get ripped out of his body by that dude's bare hands because that's what yes. he deserved. But I will have to give the directing and the cinematography on that scene was fucking epic. I loved how it did that. You know, you were looking through her eyes and they were closing. A oh, fantastic, fantastic lead on. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing is, and this kind of goes back to like the whole like aspect of the movie, which is the undercover aspect of it. It's so deep and kind of involved and. Dude, I don't know how much of this is true. I don't know much how, how much of it's not true. Um, it's almost unbelievable. The the entire movie, 
Like, it's believable but unbelievable. You know, first he's able to convince a pedophile that he is arrested, that he arrested, and that he is actually, like, a double agent pedophile, and the fucking pedophile <laughs> fell for it. <laughs> what a fucking dumbass. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. And then he's able to build this resort for pedophiles and, and kids, and then he goes into rebel territory as a doctor. It's just, I don't know. It seems very... Embellished? Yeah, like, way to fuck out there. But... I mean, I wouldn't have believed it was based on a true story if it wouldn't have said it, to be honest. I don't, I'm curious to know how much of it is true. I, yeah. I mean, what are the odds, what are the odds that you're able to convince someone that you just arrested, hey, I'm a pedophile just like you, let's, let's set some shit up, you know, he gets a kid. Okay, I can believe that aspect where he finds a kid and he rescues him. What are the odds that you're able to go find his sister? Not only find her, but then you locate her into a rebel camp. You're able to go and infiltrate said rebel camp, and then you leave without really any issues? Yeah, I mean, you know, seems like it would be pretty tough to spot one little girl in all of Honduras. Yeah. And then how, how was there, like... They're escaping a rebel camp, and by by the way, when you're when they're f- walking through the village, it's like there is nothing but rebels fucking everywhere. <laughs> there are so many fucking guns in this village, but only two people <laughs> fucking follow this dude on the river. <laughs> <laughs> and then they they can't aim. Apparently, they get the who, who shoots the worst. Follow them. <laughs> right. Those people shot like mom drives. <laughs> I have no comment on the matter. <laughs> no comment on the matter, sir. So, so yeah, man. I, I, overall, is just I was super uncomfortable watching this movie, and I, I'm conflicted on whether or not I would actually recommend this to people, um, because I I don't think it's an easy it's not an easy watch by any means, um, and I won't sit here and say that I enjoyed it. But it was engaging all the way through. Like, it held my attention. But I wouldn't sit here and say, wow, I'm loving every fucking second of this. Because I wasn't. Um, I ended up giving it three and a half stars. I gave it four. I, I thought it was done well. I give them props for having the balls to put out a film with this much, you know, taboo subject, I guess, that happens all the time that we don't think about. So... I like that, and I, you know, I always like whenever somebody puts out a movie and it's like, it it makes one side mad over the other. Because I mean, that's really what it's really what filmmaking is about. You know, it's telling your version of a story, and you know, that's why we're in America. We have free speech. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't really feel like there should be any issue with it. Like, it's just, it's not really one side versus the other. It's just. This shit's fucked up, <laughs> and here you go. I, I I agree, but you know, very few people have the balls to tackle issues of you know, like sexual assault and trafficking, and yes, you know, like the movie we watched with the 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 what's her face that got Al, Al's darling. Yeah, see, that was like a, a you know another one that's like, oh, I can't believe somebody finally had the balls to come out and produce something to this effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, 
if after watching this review or listening to this review, you think, eh, maybe it's something I want to go check out, then by all means, go check it out. I'm not going to recommend it or not going to recommend it. I know that's kind of a cop-out, but it's just, it's it's too much of an uneasy watch for me to sit here and say, yeah, when you're done watching this, go watch the movie. Or done listening to this, go watch the movie. Um, it's on Amazon Prime if you decide that it is something that you want to go check out. Um, if you do check it out, prepare to be uncomfortable, but also at the same time, it's going to be, I mean, it's a good film through and through, regardless of the subject matter. It's a good film. Um, with that, I, one thing I did not mention is at the very beginning, when, when he leaves America and goes to Honduras, and that's when he sets up the resort and shit like that, the movie mm-hmm. takes off and it's like a completely different movie to me. Um, especially the writing, the the dialogue at the very beginning is it feels like it feels like an infomercial like you know the the little infomercials that used to come on at like eleven eleven o'clock twelve o'clock at night and they would talk about like uh, feeding the kids in Africa and and shit like that that's how it felt like the first I don't know thirty forty five minutes of the movie did you feel that way hundred percent I I did feel like it was a uh, more of a uh, documentary in the very beginning moved to being more of a movie. And then I feel like maybe it dabbled in maybe some suspense. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would probably be the, the main thing that I would say is wrong with the movie is the, it's tonal shifts between uh, the two halves, but regardless, uh, Amazon prime, go check it out. If it seems like you're interested in, and uh, we won't fault you for it, but just be prepared to uh, be uncomfortable. Uh, but with that being said, that is going to be it from us. We appreciate y'all supporting us. Like, comment, subscribe, leave us a comment below. The whole nine yards really helps us out. Um, and thank you for joining us. And we will catch y'all next week on another episode. Laters. Later. Later.